Blog Talk Radio. show for you. Definitely, if you want to join the conversation at any time, you're more than welcome to, whether you agree or disagree. Definitely love to hear from you. The phone number to get in touch is 516-418-5572. Again, that's 516-418-5572. So definitely let us know what your thoughts are, whether you agree, disagree, your predictions. We're all about it here on the Allen Opera Sports Talk Show. And we definitely cannot have the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show without acknowledging our wonderful sponsor, Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce. So delicious and addicting, you may need a support group. Definitely feel free to visit Chef G's right here in beautiful Tampa at 301 South 22nd Street, Tampa, Florida. And guess what? If you can't come down to Tampa, no worries. You can visit Chef G's, any one of the four great flavors. He has some great rubs, Florida sand. Anything that your heart desires, you can find it right at flbbqsauce.com. Again, it's bbqsauce.com. Don't forget that sauce. Remember, the Alan Alfred Sports Talk Show gave you that tip. So check it out. And definitely, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do something really cool. We're going to play a song. All of the songs that you hear tonight on this episode of the Alan Alfred Sports Talk Show is sang by none other than Maine's only. Sam Scola. That's right. Sam Scola right out of Maine. Beautiful wife, Mary. Hi to you guys. Definitely appreciate them bringing us these great sounds and great songs. So any music selection you hear is sang by Sam Scola. In fact, not only is the introductory song by Sam Scola, the next song I'm going to play for you is by Sam Scola. It is none other than the Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce song sang by Sam Scola. 
So we're going to go ahead and play that great tune. We're going to get the show started real soon. Accountant for variety, Chef G's Florida barbecue sauce, a natural flavor. Chef G's Florida barbecue sauce, Florida gold honey mustard on burgers and ribs. Tasty fusion on pork and sausage, a classic. For chicken steak tips, a hot heat wave on meatballs and ham. It's a cookout treat. Chef G's Florida barbecue sauce. Serve on fish and vegetables. Chef G's Florida barbecue sauce. Chef G's. Florida barbecue sauce, Chef G's, Florida barbecue sauce. There you go, Chef G's, Florida barbecue sauce. So delicious and addicting, you may need support group. Definitely don't forget that great sauce at flbbqsauce.com. Again, it's flbbqsauce.com. Don't forget that great sauce. I want to thank Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce, and he's doing big things. So we're just delighted for him to be a great supporter, great sponsor of the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show. Man, I got a lot of great things to go ahead and discuss and talk about. But, you know, I just have to say, Let's start with the Bucks. You know, that that right there, let me go ahead and give the Bucks a resounding sign of applause for that huge, huge victory against the Philadelphia Eagles. That is right, because you know what? That was a tough, tough win for I would say a huge win is better word for it. A huge win for the Bucks. You know, I predicted the Bucks to win that game. I predicted it last week, and a lot of people might be like, "Hey, how could you pick the Bucks over the Eagles?" Well, let me just be frank with you. As I said, the Bucks had a huge advantage in this game. Not not taking anything away from what the Bucks did, what the Eagles did you had to look at it for what it was first and foremost, leading into the game, the Eagles lost six out of seven games. I mean, they were 10 and one and they just kind of fell off a cliff. They were losing games. You could just tell that the, the team dynamic was changing. They were losing confidence. And anytime in life, if you lose confidence, in anything, there's a good chance that your competitor can beat you. They were losing confidence. They were not, playing up to their standard and you could kind of see that slide in that trend for weeks on in. I mean, losing six out of seven games that, that says it all. So I felt like the bucks had very good upward momentum going into the playoffs. The Eagles were on a downslide. Another thing where I felt a couple of things I felt that the bucks had an advantage on 
Number two was they were playing at home. You know, coincidentally, it worked out for the Bucks since they won the division. They end up having home field advantage. So that is huge. Playing in nice weather, you know, nice weather for football that would be compared to everywhere else. You know, it was around 56, 58 degrees, clear night, no rain. So that also gave, I felt, the Bucks advantage too. The fact you're playing at home and you're playing with good conditions. Another thing that I felt like where the Bucks had a mega advantage was the fact that they announced A.J. Brown was not playing. But not only did they announce he was not playing, they had announced he was not playing early Friday, almost 48 hours before the game. So that gave the Bucks, I felt, another huge advantage because they could prepare for the fact with two days ago, and it wasn't like last minute, that their biggest weapon the Eagles had was A.J. Brown. And he was not going to be available. He was not going to play. That gave the Bucks another great opportunity. I felt because A.J. Brown was not going to be playing, the people that they had to really worry about on the Eagles on the offensive side really was two people. Devontae Smith, the former Heisman Trophy winner. It's amazing. You know, a lot of people forget he won the Heisman. <laughs> but, yes, former Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith, they had to worry about. And I felt like they had to worry about Swift, their running back. So if they kept those two in check, I felt like they were going to have a very, very good opportunity to win. And out of the two, the person out of the two I felt was more dangerous was Devontae Smith because you know, he's you know a guy that can stretch the field. If you miss him, he's gone. He's taking it to the house. You know, he's got that, you know, he's kind of hard at tackling the open field. Swift is a very good back, but I felt like the Bucks running defense was going to be solid enough to kind of keep him in check. So when you look at those things, the the Bucks, it was a clear choice to me, the Bucks winning. So it did not surprise me at all that the Bucks won. I would say the game was still, in my view, pretty close up until when the Bucks scored that last touchdown in the fourth quarter. You know, even with them having a very big quarter, I think the turning point in the game was that safety and the fact that they scored a touchdown right after that. So they went from, you know, they scored nine points basically right off the bat in the third quarter. I felt like that was a turning point in the game right there. The the Bucks were dominating the game I felt throughout, but they didn't score. You know, the score didn't indicate that because they were kicking a couple of field goals when they got down there. And that, when I mean down down there, I meant the red zone. So that's going to be the pivotal point, which I'm going to talk about a bit later when I talk about the, the playoffs, because I, I feel, which I'm going to elaborate a bit more, the Bucks are going to have a – if you thought that was tough beating the Eagles, you need to forget that game right now and clearly focus on the Lions, because I feel like the Lions are going to match up as I feel better than the Eagles were coming into that last game. I feel like the Eagles – are, I feel like the Lions are a team that if the Bucks are going to beat them, they're going to have to play uh, even better than they did against the Eagles. What I mean by better is do what they did offensively, play even tighter defensively, but more importantly, where the Bucks are going to have to thrive is scoring touchdowns in the red zone. I don't feel as if they'll win this game against the Lions scoring you know, getting two or three field goals down in the red zone. 
I just don't feel as if it's going to be enough. But I'll talk more about the playoffs a bit later and the Bucks and the, all the, the other teams. The other, I would say, the most shocking playoff game was by far the, clo- the blowout by the Green Bay Packers and the Cowboys. That was a shock to, to, to me. I felt as if the Cowboys were going to win the game. I thought it was going to be a, a closer game between the two of them. I didn't see a blowout by the Cowboys. I, I didn't see a blowout, I'm sorry, by the Green Bay Packers, them blowing the Cowboys pretty much right off the field. But I just felt as if when it came down to it, it was very disappointing for the Cowboys. They came in underprepared. You know, I, I felt at least with the Eagles against the Bucks, I just felt like the Eagles were prepared. They just didn't play well. There's a difference between being prepared and not playing well and just not playing well at all and not being prepared. I felt as if the Cowboys weren't prepared and they didn't play well. And it showed in their performance. You know, it just it was just and Jordan Love, don't take nothing from him. He played an outstanding game. I mean, he didn't miss a beat. He was hitting on stride. He was doing his thing. He made some beautiful, beautiful passes. But I was really surprised that the, the Cowboys were not able to, especially with their front pressure on him, and make it more difficult. But that just goes to show you, if you give quarterbacks time and they're able to make beautiful throws on the run, they're going to beat you, and they're going to beat you bad. And that's what happened with the Cowboys. They got beat soundly. And this is a recurring theme with the Cowboys. You know, they <laughs> – they make it to the playoffs and they just they just kind of forget. I, I feel as if they just work real hard to have a very good record to make it to the playoffs and they forget that when you get to the playoffs it's completely another season. You have to look at it as another season. And not only do you have to look at it as another season, you have to look at it as win or go home. So everything you did in the regular season, those beautiful stats, they don't matter when it comes to postseason play. And you gotta ball out. And the Cowboys obviously did not do that. They were the biggest disappointment in the entire playoff round this past weekend because I felt like they lost all respect and dignity for their game and what they did throughout the season. Everybody else, at least I felt as if, yeah, there were some disappointing losses, but I felt as if those teams at least kind of went out in their shield. I don't feel as if the Cowboys did it all. That was the most disappointing loss for the whole weekend, again, not taking anything away from what, you know, Jordan Love did because he made some outstanding throws. But, in fact, what we're going to do now is bring on a special caller on the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show. I'm going to do that for you folks right now. Hey, how you doing so far tonight? All right, Allen, thanks. You mean anything oh, you know, more than, than, than the Dolphins losing? I mean, because that was a disaster. Yeah, I just felt as if the Cowboys were, was, I felt, the worst loss out of all the entire weekend. I didn't actually expect the Dolphins to win that game. And you got to understand, they were playing the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs, as poorly as the Chiefs played throughout this year at times, I still feel as if when they get into the playoffs, the Chiefs in the playoffs are a different beast. 
than they are during okay, the regular season. Not for nothing, but I was expecting a much closer game than that because that wasn't as that 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 was not that was not a competitive game whatsoever. You know, I can see where you're coming from, and, and one thing about the Dolphins, I just felt as if they were very ill prepared for that cold weather. That's that cold weather. Mm. Right, kind of sank their ship right there. I think if the the conditions were maybe in the 60s and it wasn't snow on the ground and stuff like that, I feel as if maybe Miami would have played better. But them boys did not want to play in that cold weather. I'm talking about Miami. They did not want to play in that cold weather at all. They they were not feeling that cold weather. I know it's the same weather for both teams, but you could tell Kansas, Kansas City was more prepared for it. You know, and you and that. that's understandable because it's cold out there. I'll give you that, but no one expected. You know, I uh, can't uh, Miami to not be competitive at all. Uh, the only really competitive game there was this weekend was the Rams Rams against the Lions. That was the only real competitive game at all. I thought the Bucks game was competitive too. I I just didn't yeah. think. I, I just didn't. I really did not count out the Eagles until the Bucks scored that last touchdown in the fourth quarter. When they scored that last touchdown in the fourth quarter, then I said it was over because you just don't have enough time. Even at 32-9, to nine, I still felt as if the Eagles, let's say, let's say you got a pick six, you get the ball back. I felt as if they still had a chance. But once they, they scored another touchdown, it was over at that, that point. Yeah. yeah because that was that was, that was over. I mean, the Bills and the Steelers, yeah, that's, well, that could have been a little bit closer, but, uh, you know, I was hoping maybe the Steelers are going to pull, pull up an upset, but the Bills, you know, well, you got Josh, so what can I, what can I say? Yeah. If Josh and, Allen's and, on, on his game, yes. Yeah, and I, I predicted the Bills to win, and, and they're nothing against the Steelers. They got a very good team, but I just didn't think, I just didn't think they were going to compete against the Bills, especially the Bills team that's playing really well. They just have yeah. too many options, and that's one of the things about the Steelers. Steelers always have very, very good defense, but I just think they're, you know, there has been a couple of seasons where they had some good offense, but I just feel as if their offense is kind of, kind of slow and sluggish. It's always running the ball. It's, I, I feel like you need to have some type of offensive explosion, and the Bills have that. But it didn't yeah, surprise me did. the Bills won. The Bills, it didn't surprise me the Bills won. It didn't surprise me the Dolphins lost to the Chiefs because I just felt like the Chiefs are a team that once they get you, they make it to the playoff, they switch into another gear. And you yeah. not only have to outbeat them, you have to outsmart them too. You have to do some very good play calling to beat them because you're facing Andy Reid. You know, you're facing a very good coach. And he's going to make adjustments. And he's seen it all. So, you know, yeah. you're, going to have to, you're going to have to bring your A-plus game to beat him in the playoffs. But I do have a question for you about the Chiefs. What are your thoughts? I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on Taylor Swift. Is this Taylor Swift's fault? Is this the NFL's fault? The fans' fault? Whose fault is it that Taylor Swift gets Taylor all the Swift. attention? It's Taylor Swift. So you put the the blame I mean, on her. I think it was for uh, it was Carrie Underwood messed messed up uh, you know the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> it's a repeat of that. 
So yeah. <laughs> well, I, I would say it's fifty fifty. I think she's enjoying the attention, you know, and you know things of that nature. She has a brand. She's a marketing guru for a reason. But I yeah. think the NFL has a lot to do with it. I mean, they they're trying to milk everything they can out of this, and sure. they're just you know they just to nauseum. They figure that the majority of people want to see what she's doing with all the Swifties. So even though That's most of the hardcore are fans are tired of it, they're going to just keep blasting her up there. Why do you think all the teenage girls are watching? Because they want to see her. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I can't blame her for that. I mean, if you keep panning over to her, it's not her fault. She's not operating the camera. You know. I mean, no. I have nothing against her. I mean, I I like her too, but you know, this is I mean, this is gone. This is beyond ridiculous now. I agree. It's it, it's man. After the second game, I was tired of it. I really was like, and there's no hating on Taylor. I'm not like. Yeah. It could have been another artist. After the second game, I was like, okay, enough. I get it. I get it. She's there. She's you know she's actually going to be there. I don't see her missing any game unless there's a schedule conflict at this point right you know i don't and why should she i mean that's her man playing you know that's that's what a a good girlfriend a good wife that's what they do they show up to the game so i can't really fault her for showing up it's not her no, fault that's that's but, what i mean it's more like you know people are just focusing on her instead of the game and that's not right. Yeah, and that's the NFL's fault. That that's what it is. You know, every time right. they do something, every time he catches the ball, they they pan over to her. You know, they flash, like, flash over to her. Yeah, so you know, I say, you know, you just it's one of those things that you just got to live with. You know, <laughs> you know, it yeah. is what it is. But oh, by the way, what was your thought about? Um, the Miami Chiefs game being streamed on uh, P-Schlock and uh, not on uh, regular television. I think that's that's a mistake on the NFL's part. That's what I think. Thank I you. think, I think yes, it was really cool that you had the Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime because the consensus is almost a lot of people have Amazon Prime. You know what I mean? It That, that to me, is like a perk. And that's a Thursday night game too, so it's not like a weekend game. But a playoff game being exclusively on Peacock, this is a streaming service that not too many people know about. Yes, I could get it. You can sign up and you can cancel. They, they, do. they know that. Yeah, I mean, I get it. You can sign up and then cancel, what have you. But I, I just think that you should have had it on maybe two networks and Peacock. You understand? Yeah. That's what I think. Have it on Team Networks and on Peacock. Hey guys, we have it available on this network or Peacock, you know, or something else other than just a Peacock where not too many people know about the service. And yeah. it's too much. It's too much for a fan for you to have them, if they're really a football fan, you'd have to have Amazon Prime, you'd have to have Fubo. And you'd have to have Peacock to really see Fubo. all the games. Fubo. Fubo. You, you got to, you Fubo. know what I mean? You do? I want it, yes. 
Yeah, I mean, let us know what you think of it because at least this weekend I got the games on. See, there's a perfect example. The Chiefs and the Bills are playing the 6.30 p.m. game Sunday, and that is available on CBS and Paramount. See, I like that. That's fair to me. You have it on two networks. Yes. So to me, that's my that that proves my point. It's on two networks, especially if you have it, CBS and Paramount. That's perfect. Especially if it's a if it's a network that nobody knows about a streaming service. Well, they know about Peacock now because of the game, but. <laughs> well, they know that Peacock came out first before you. But you know, it, it's part of what the NFL does. It's all about the money, man. They that's. That is a money-making machine right there, the NFL. You know, you can't, you can't yeah, disagree. You're going to lose a lot of people if we don't have streaming. Yeah. You know, it's – so you didn't watch the game? I streamed on computer. <laughs> I knew my guy Lou is going to watch that game. Peacock or no Peacock. He gonna watch that no, game. No, no, no. I got, I got my own. I got my own ways. I don't have. I didn't have to describe the peacock. I got another way to do it. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> and it doesn't cost me a cent either. Yeah. <laughs> and Lou's gonna watch that game. Yeah, but, yeah. I like smuggy peacock. <laughs> but it was it was a great weekend, you know. Yeah, I love. I love it when it gets around this time of the season because guys playing to the max. And not only that, you really can't sit your best players unless it's a blowout. You know, unless it's a blowout or somebody really gets injured, you got to play your best players. So I love it right. because it's it's the ultra competitive, you know, sport right now. Nobody's slacking off. There is no, okay, I'll I'll play hard next week. No, right. you got to win and keep going. So that's what I love about NFL playoff football. Yeah. It's, it's either win or go home. And speaking of well, winning, yeah. what are your predictions? Which do you want first? Well, let's let's try to go in order. The Texans versus the Ravens. Yeah, as 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 great as C.J. Stroud is playing. The only concern I have with the Ravens is that week year? off. Say again? He'll be the rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt C.J. Stroud will be the rookie of the year. And you know what? He's got competition in that, too, because that guy, Puka, he balled out, too. Yeah. But I just think it's going to be hard for you to give it to somebody outside of C.J. Stroud because he is a quarterback. Was just yeah. And we have the Packers versus the 49ers. 49ers. Yeah, the only thing that that kind of worries me about that is the Ravens had rest and the 49ers. And it's not that they didn't deserve the rest, but you know how it is. You kind of take a a week off and you lose your stride a little bit and that's all it takes. Yes. But I don't see how Jordan Lowe is going to stack up to Brock. Okay. <laughs> we have the Bucks versus the Lions. 
That's my sleeper team this year, the Lions. Okay. And the Chiefs versus the Bills. I'm going with the Bills. And the Bills are playing at home too. So that is Yeah. That's very interesting. That's gonna be a very good game. You know, it's it's surprising when you think about it, Mahomes has never had to play on the road, but he's gotta play on the road. Yeah. Which is <laughs> a different and it's gonna be cold up there too. I heard that they're gonna I think they're going to get the show, the snow off the field, and they're working on getting in the stands, which I I believe they'll get that done. Well, hurry but up. it's going to be real cold. It's going to be real cold. Yeah, the Eskimo ball. <laughs> but, yeah, one of the great things that's happened this weekend, though, is the Enhanced Sports Show. So what's cooking on the Enhanced Sports Show on this right, playoff well, weekend? Playoffs. You think playoffs? The playoffs. Well, of course, we're going to come. We're going to come in the divisional round. Um, we're going to re, we're going to recap all of the so-called wild card weekend, even though that wasn't really very well to begin with. Um, we'll also have updates on the um, NBA and NHL um, All-Star games that are coming up because uh, there's some interesting in the voting in the uh, NBA um, All-Star All-Star race right now. So I want to uh, tune in for that. Uh, NHL's got some. Um, Got some interesting news here. There's also interesting hot stove news reports concerning a few uh, uh, moves uh, with some players. Uh, we'll also cover some college and uh, men's and women's college basketball. Um, WWE and UFC. Uh, the best, the um, feel good story of the week. Sports trivia, sports history, the ridiculous sound of the week, and. And he had the rant I could possibly think of because last week on the show, and when I did a show last week, uh, last night, I did put on the rant about the uh, about the uh, streaming service. So, uh, oh boy, <laughs> am I going to survive the rest of 2024? I don't know. Hmm. But as for now, uh, the Enhanced Sports Show um, will be tomorrow between 4 and 6 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, three o'clock in the Florida Panhandle, where it's freezing. Uh, number is five one two five four three four six six two. Five one two five four three four six six two. Also check us out on uh, YouTube. Type in uh, the when you go to YouTube. Type in the Enhanced Sports Show. You'll hear the show in its entirety. You might even hear your voice on the uh, on the um, on YouTube unless you're calling live. So uh, just keep that in mind. But uh, you know, and uh, feel free to make a comment if you wish, because um, you know I could I could use that. If you want to subscribe, it's only four ninety five per month. Four ninety five. Four ninety five per month on YouTube. Um, no. Um, well, we're on. Well, that's to subscribe. That's to subscribe if you want. I mean, that's, a, that's an option. Wow, but you're you can, doing it big but, time. But you can, uh, you know, always always go in and look at it for free if you want to subscribe. Then it costs you four ninety five a month. I got some subscribers already though, so but the more the merrier. That's right. You know, my man's doing big things. Subscribe, subscribe, yep. subscribe to the Enhanced yep. Sports Show. A cold that's, hero. <laughs> <laughs> that's tomorrow between 4 and 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. And then you're yep. going to get them on YouTube. Just type in Enhanced Sports Show right here on YouTube. Or definitely call in 512-543-4662. Again, it's 
512-543-4662. Make sure you check out my great friend Lou from the Enhanced Sports Show. He's always doing big things. We always appreciate Lou here on the Enhanced Sports Show. I mean, on the Enhanced right. Sports Show. On the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show, Thanks. Lou from the Enhanced Sports Show. Yeah, you can merge. No, no, maybe not. <laughs> like the UFL, right? Yeah, yeah don't, don't go there. I'll cover that in March. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Don't sound too excited about it. Or as I call it, that league. <laughs> So definitely, before I let you go, what are your thoughts on the UFL making it in 2024 and beyond? It might be even a bigger flop than the AAF of 2018. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. It could be, be a fate worse than death. Wow. I can see, I can see it now. All that time merging, you know, you had, you had the USFL – which was for a second time, the the XFL Part Three or whatever it was, which is probably worse than Hot Shots Part Two. Oh boy! Uh, so merging two and two together, or minus two and two together, what do you got? Nothing. So all the hype, all the buildup, it could be the biggest flop of the 21st century. In the, in the 21st century of sports. Ugh. Brace yourself, <laughs> people. This could get messy and it could get ugly in a hurry. Wow. What so was, he's what was ABC thinking? Were they thinking at all? Man, so he's not really confident at all. More on that topic a bit later, folks, but yeah. I'm gonna talk a bit about that a bit later. But yeah, Lou is Lou is not sold. He's it sounds like no. if I'm getting you correctly, it sounds like you're even more doubtful this time around than you were last year with the XFL. Why is that? Yes. Look, the X, look, spring football does not work. I mean, we have tried so many times before, and no league has lasted more than three years, okay? It started with the first mistake back in 1974, WLAF, or whatever it was back then. I was, I was young, but I still, re, I still recall some of it. It only lasted a year and a half. didn't work. You had to wait another eight years to go for the USFL, which was a fairly decent league, but, uh, well, we don't have with that one. You know, with the NFL and that, so they tried. They got into a, they got into a, got into a war. Uh, the USFL won, but they only wanted one dollar. You can't operate a league on one dollar now. Come on. Then you had to go into the uh, World League of American Football. That was that was a joke. Oh please. I mean, really. Then we had you know. Then we had the um, US. We had the XFL Part One. Looked like it'd be a great idea. Got to a great start, and then crashed and burned. Uh, towards the end of the season, and they tried again. Didn't even last its uh, second incarnation for that long. So they tried again for a third time, and they thought, well, you know, we don't really, we're not really that good by ourselves. Maybe uh, the U.S. development want to help us out. We can merge together, do like the AFL, AFL, NFL Part Two or whatever. Let's see what goes with that. I don't see it happening. And for the record, there was a UFL league in the twenty in twenty oh seven, twenty oh eight, and that didn't go very well either. So the only thing is that. You know, you have the NFL, and whatever comes their way, whatever comes their way, they will crush them. All comers in professional football. They can't stack up. Besides, after when the NFL season is over, you know, we turn our attention to other things. I, You know, I turn my attention to the NBA and the college basketball because, you know, the, fun, the uh, tournament is going to be around the corner. Uh, NHL uh, regular season heating up. 
Uh, some might be in the spring training. I wait till the opening day and then come back in July when the other stuff is over. So really, spring football doesn't really have a foothold at all. Wow. You know, I, I mean, you know, you bring up some good points, not going to lie. I mean, it definitely has its challenges. But, you know, we'll we'll play it by ear and yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I definitely well, hope it does not- work. I definitely hope it was does work just because, you know, anytime there's opportunities for players, I'm all for that. But yeah. We'll see. Yes, we will. He's not going to bet the house on it though, folks. No. Not even my one time. <laughs> yeah. He don't want, he don't want to be out naked in the streets. <laughs> yeah, I got one like that either. Oh boy. <laughs> But yeah, definitely. I appreciate you, Lou. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure having Lou from the Enhanced Sports Show joining us. He's outstanding. Make sure you guys tune in 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone, the Enhanced Sports Show. Again, the phone phone number is 512-543-4662. 512-543-4662. 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. Or you can visit them on YouTube. Just type in Hand Sports Show. All right. And before All Diane, right. uh, before, before I get before Diane comes on, I'll, I'll get off and uh, she's all yours. All right. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you so much, right. Lou. Thanks, Alan. You're welcome. Have a blessed night. Thanks. You're welcome. Take care, my friend. Yes, that's Lou from the Enhanced Sports Show. Always a pleasure having Lou from the Enhanced Sports Show. Don't forget the sport on 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone tomorrow, seeing 4 and 6 p.m. And definitely it's going to be a great time. And since Lou brought, you know, since that came up, the topic of the UFL came up, I've had some more people, season ticket holders, and people have asked me again for another week as if I'm going to be covering the UFL, that's the million dollar question. And I'm going to say the same thing I've been telling them. One thing about me is I'm a very transparent individual. I tell it the way it is and let you, you know, consume it the way you feel. Last thing I said is I reached out to the UFL twice, communicating them via email. I have not gotten a response back, which I feel I'm not going to lie is disappointing and unprofessional because this is a person who's been supported the XFL, even with criticism, helped them out throughout the year. Now they UFL, they're big and bad and they all that. They don't want to return an email. This is pretty much the same thing that happened when I started with the XFL, by the way, they were blowing me off and my persistence paid through and I was able to cover the league. So it's like history repeating itself, getting blown off again. But like I told people who have asked me, I don't know if I'm covering. I'm going to throw one last Hail Mary pass out there. Communicate one more time. That would be one, two, three, three strikes. You're out. And we are going to prospectively move on. So I'm going to give it one last Hail Mary. Communicate one more time. Let them decide what they're going to do. And then we'll go from there. But it's no harm, no foul. It is meant to be. 
it's going to be. If it's not, it's not meant to be. So I'm going to throw that Hail Mary pass. See if it, if it's a complete pass, I will cover the UFL. If it's incomplete, we are kindly and respectfully moving on. That's how life goes, but we'll see where it goes. I'm not going to talk bad about anybody or anything. We're going to see how it goes. So that's what it is. I'll let you guys make your own decisions on what it should be or what it's not. That's what the situation is. So I don't know. For those reasons, that's what it is. Having said that, I just want to go ahead and let you guys know the playoff schedule. Let me go over that with you guys. For the NFL, we have the Texans against the Ravens, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. That is on ESPN and ABC. So the nice thing is you'll get a chance to see those games on those two networks. I do have the Ravens beating the Texans. I just feel as if the Ravens defense is going to be a different animal. I just feel as if the game is going to be a bigger platform. I like the fact that the Ravens are playing really well leading into the playoffs. The week off is the only question mark. Sometimes that could help you. I've seen in more cases where it hurts you just because of rhythm. Your competitors have been playing. They didn't have a week off. They're kind of like in stride. You have a week off, even though you might be the better. It takes you about a you know, quarter, quarter and a half to kind of get back into your stride. Sometimes even up to halftime, then you're kind of like behind the eight ball. So I do have the Ravens winning the game. I just feel as if they're a little too strong all around. And it's just hard for you to have that type of offensive explosion game after game. So I just, I have the Ravens winning. Packers are playing at the 49ers. 49ers have home field advantage. Game is at 8 p.m. Saturday. That game is on Fox. And this is going to be a very good game. I, I just love how Jordan Love has been playing. 49ers, you know, the 49ers are a very good team, but I just feel as if sometimes they could be a little bit unpredictable. I just feel as if, you know, it's not Brock Purdy or anything like that. It's just sometimes they, they, they are a very solid team, but for some reason you just feel as if they don't show it. And if they don't show it against the Packers, it's going to be a long day. Obviously the Cowboys will tell you that, but I just feel as if, I have to still take the 49ers at home. I just feel as if that's that's going to be the big game that the 49ers need to win. I feel as if they have a very good coach and they're going to make the adjustments and be well prepared. So I'm going to go with the 49ers, but it would not shock me if the Packers actually did get past the 49ers. I'm still going to go with the 49ers to win at home. That is Saturday's games. Sunday rolls around, and we have the Bucks. Excuse me, we have the Bucks at the Lions at three o'clock p.m. That game is going to be on NBC. Let me just set the scene for you. That, you know, um, this game is going to be played in Detroit in the Lions Stadium, and the reason why I feel like this is going to be a real big test for the Bucks is because. They're going to play Eminem's song, Lose Yourself. You know, he's going to be there. 
getting a hype crowd at home. Barry Sanders going to be there. Megatron going to be there. So the nostalgia of playing in that dome with those things going on, Eminem actually has a very good record, meaning when he shows up to events and he's pumping things up, usually the competition kind of like, oh, my goodness, Eminem is rooting against me, you know, (laughs) and it don't go well. A la Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence. And he, for those who don't know, Eminem walked Terrence Bud Crawford out. They played the first, you know, like I would say the first intro of the song. And just by the look of Errol Spence, Errol Spence Jr., I knew he was in trouble. He was going to lose that fight. And he got completely washed. And then the last game the Lions played, they won. Similar thing, Eminem, they Lose yourself. So you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted in one moment. Would you capture it or just let it slip? That is hard for you to go against that and beat that. So that's what the Bucks have to do. I know they don't have to deal with that cold weather. You know, that was something that a reporter blurted out. And that funny thing about that thing is I don't usually rag on reporters. But the crazy thing about that was the reporter was, you know, asking this long, convoluted question, thinking she she going to really show her intelligence that she really been studying and doing her thing. Tell him to find out she ain't do a lick of research. She just wanted to play the part and got exposed. <laughs> the Lions play indoors. It could be, below, you know, 10 degrees below. It will not matter because they're playing indoors. It might matter with traveling, getting to the ball to the ballpark, but that's it. Ball field. So, yes. I am going with the Bucks to win. I just feel as if man, the Bucks got to win this game. And this is a major test. I'm more nervous for the Bucks actually with this game against the Lions than it was them playing against the Eagles. I was pretty confident, actually, the Bucks were going to beat the Eagles. I know that that might sound shocking because the Eagles went to you know, Super Bowl last year, but I just felt as if the version of the Eagles that we were seeing over the last six, seven weeks was a very beatable team, especially being that you had almost 48 hours advance notice that A.J. Brown was not playing the Eagles' biggest weapon. And the Bucks were playing at home. I felt like this is a game that the Bucks was very winnable to get, and they did. But they're gonna have to play it a Herculean effort. I got the Bucks winning a very close game against the Lions. It's gonna be ultra competitive. And again, you got to deal with Eminem, lose yourself. You got to deal with Barry Sanders there, Megatron. You can't get caught up in the hype. It's not that it's hype, but you can't get caught up in the fandom. You got to play your game if you're the Bucks. And I will go on record and say this. I will stop myself and go on record and say this. Mike Evans is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. No questions asked. Very, very good player. Having said that, though, over the last two seasons, Mike Evans, with all due respect, has been dropping 
balls. I repeat that, Mike Evans, for the type of receiver he is, I know that he gets overlooked because of the fact that he's going to be going, got over 10,000 yards for this uh, for his career. He gets over 1,000 yards per year. I get all that. But when it gets down to it, he's been dropping too many balls. This runs into the play why he's not being re-signed with the Bucks. Look at it fairly. Not only is putting the ball on the ground, he's showing his age. He runs a couple of routes, you know, he's coming off the field. I mean, Mike Evans three, four years ago would not be dropping some of these balls, and he would not be looking to do this after a couple of runs. He is showing his age, and I don't know if the Bucks are going to sign him back. I would like for him to get signed and stay a buck and retire as a buck, but I also, being fair, can see their point of view too, why they don't want to scratch a big check and overpay for aging vet. I see it on both sides. So this is the business side of the NFL. Mike Evans, in order for the Bucks to win against the Lions, cannot drop the ball. He literally dropped two balls that were catchable. The first one was right there. In stride, right there, in the pocket. The second one was a more difficult catch because he had to reach out to get it. But Mike Evans, with his resume, his game, that is a catchable ball. Drop, drop. You know, he dropped a few balls in the end zone this year. He's got to catch the ball. There is no second chances when you're playing against the Lions and you're playing on the road. I'll repeat the lyric again that Eminem is going to sing when the game starts. So we can do a preamp right now. We could prepare right now. If you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted in one moment, would you capture it or just let it slip? Mike Evans has been letting it slip. Yes, the Bucks won the game. Yes, all is good. But I'm telling you, those things are going to come back to haunt you if you don't share them up right now. You got to catch the ball, Mike Evans. With all due respect, you a baller, but man, you got to catch the ball. You elite. That first ball was right there, and the second one, yes, you had to reach out to grab it, but it's a catchable ball. You disagree with me? Please let me know. But from what I see and I'm evaluating, those are catchable balls. I got some dudes, uh, you know, that were from the XFL would have caught both of them. I'm gonna say it like that. So we're gonna move on. And the last game is the Chiefs at the Bills, 6.30 p.m., CBS, and Paramount. See, that's what they should do. If you're introducing a streaming service, you should have it on two networks. In the playoffs, that is. I'm not going to hate on Thursday Night Football. I actually think Thursday Night Football is actually really cool on Amazon. And most people do have Amazon anyway. But I just think that, you know, it's Thursday Night Football. It's not a playoff game it's really great to watch it don't get me wrong but it's not like where we're at now where it's crunch time this is going to be a very very interesting game and this one's tough man this one's tough i know the chiefs are a different animal against the in the playoffs but they are playing in really cold weather 
I'm going to go on a limb and say the Chiefs get this game. I, I feel as if the Chiefs will get this game. I think they might lose the next game. But I do feel as if I got the Chiefs winning against the Bills. I just think when it comes to playoff time, I don't know if I can trust Josh Allen. I feel like he's going to throw at least one pick, maybe two. That's what he's good for. He's going to throw at least one. Might get another one up in there. But the Chiefs are a different team in the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills win, but I think the Chiefs are going to win this week and then have a trouble winning the next week. But I got the Bills winning. I'm sorry, I, I beg your pardon. I have the Chiefs winning against the Bills. I know uh, <laughs> Diane, who's a big Bills fan, is not going to like that. So I'm glassing on the line right now. But I do have the Chiefs beating the Bills. And that's my prediction. I know you guys want the Bills to win. A lot of fans are, are tired of the you know, the Taylor Swift thing, you know, I'm not going to hate on her. You know, she, she's doing her thing, supporting her man. I just think it's more the NFL thing more than anything. That's making it a lot bigger than what it should be. I feel that's what it is. I mean, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to sell a game. So they're using every marketing advantage they can. So to them, more people want to see it than people who don't. And that's what happens. But I'm not going to hate on it. It's not her fault. They keep panning over to her. Hey, you know, you're not, she's not operating the camera. And if the NFL <laughs> didn't want it by now, believe me and you, they're big enough business. Word travels fast in the NFL. They would have shut it down. If it wasn't to their benefit. So I disagree with people hating on Taylor. It's not her fault. You know, she's doing a thing. Does she enjoy the attention? I'm sure she does. You know, she's a, Girl's a billionaire. I mean, she's a marketing genius. She's getting free advertisement on a national stage on the NFL. Why would you be mad? You know, you're a superstar. What? It's just free advertisement for her. Look at it from that point of view. You know, you know. <laughs> so, I would just say this much. Okay, there's a lot. Well, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'll just don't hate it, Taylor. It is what it is, folks. And, you know, Jason Kelsey announces retirement. You know, it, it was his decision to move on. I still think Jason Kelsey, to me, had at least another year or two of very, very good years left in the tank. I, I mean, I know it's a personal decision when it comes to retirement, but the product I'm seeing on the field was still a very, very good player. It wasn't a, a situation where, you know, he was aging or he was playing poorly and he was just getting overmatched. I just feel as if he still had another, at least another great year or two left in him, for sure. Maybe even a third year to make it 15, but it wasn't meant to be. I respect the man's decision. Uh, you know, <laughs> I've been blessed to have, you know, early retired myself. And I've been through that process. I wouldn't want somebody to kind of tell me where I should go, where I shouldn't do. So I'm going to do the same for Jace Kelsey. I respect the decision. Just saying what I see in the field. But yeah, props to Jason Kelsey on his retirement. It's well-earned, well-deserved. In fact, let's give Jace Kelsey a round of applause. That's right. That's this, you know, and I love what he did. You know, he came by McDonald's. I saw that picture. 
that was really a boss move. So <laughs> picture went viral too. Just goes to show you when you do something really cool for someone, it's not always people want you to believe it always turns out bad for a person who did something nice. That's not the case. You know, just keep doing it. Don't expect anything in return is the thing. I think a lot of time with people, they'll do something nice for someone, but they'll have an alternative motive behind it. They'll do something nice, but they really want something in return, kind of like a return on an investment. And then they're envisioning this big return or this mega, you know, red carpet being rolled out to them because they did something really nice. The other person might even be receptive to it, but they don't give them the red carpet or they give it to them halfway or whatever it is, or they don't roll it out at all. And then the other person gets crushed because they really didn't do it with the right intentions. They did it because they wanted something in return much more than doing something nice up front. And anytime you do that, you set yourself up for failure. I don't think, you know, that was really cool. Jason Kelsey, him doing it for the McDonald's lady. You could tell it was just done to help her out. It wasn't done for clout. And it turned out to be something great. See, no expectations, huge reward. Anytime you do something nice for someone, just do it. Do not even expect a thank you. I'll say it again. When you do something for someone, do it out of kindness and genuineness of your heart. Do not even expect a thank you from the other person. Would it be nice if they gave you a thank you? Would it be nice if they appreciate it? Of course. But if you do it expecting that or wanting that, you're going to be disappointed. Believe me and you. That's my advice I can give you in life. Do it from the bottom of your heart. And, you know, with the coaching changes that are happening, I do think Bill Belichick will probably end up in Atlanta. I do think he's going to end up with a really nice opportunity. I did like what I saw with Antonio Pierce getting the offer to be the Raiders coach. I just feel as if that was a great fit. The players seem to respond really well. And why not? You know, he's doing a position anyway. Why not bless him with that, with that opportunity? So that's going to be what I predict is Bill Belichick will more than likely get the Atlanta job. If not there, another job someplace else. How they know this is because he's interviewing other places. He's a very good coach, and I think somebody's going to pick him up. That's just a fact. So, you know, it's going to be great and interesting to see where he ends up. But, you know, it just goes to show you that's what happened. This is just proves to me what transpired in, in the Patriots. You know, one of the one of the worst things you could do when you work for corporate America is actually have a long tenure. Because when you get, you know, tenured for so long, you actually become more susceptible to really getting let go or getting a ridiculous offer because you have – you know, salaries up high, vacation period, pension, all of that, 401k, and, you know, corporate America, they're all, all about the money. I feel as if they gave Bill an offer, low bowling with an offer with maybe they would give a new rookie coach or maybe a little higher than that. They knew he was going to say no, which he did. That's not going to work for me. I'm making up here. You're trying to offer me something down here, and I'm not taking it. But they can never, he can never say they didn't offer him something. You know, that's what they always do. They give you an offer that they know you're going to tell them to say no to. But the flip side of that is you can never say they never gave you an offer. I knew Bill 
still wanted to coach and him doing an interview proves that. So it's going to be great to see where he goes. I'll keep a date on that, but it's going to be awesome. Did want to give a shout out to, to Michael Stevens, you know, youth man, AKA youth man, big props to him, you know, doing the movie theater. I know I said that before, but I'm going to say it again. Props youth man, because the reason why is because he's a genuine person. And, you know, for those who don't know, he did film the movie theater in the game room, my house, a major blessing because that's that's God right there because if me being the same person same movie theater just if Michael lived in another state it wouldn't have happened the fact that this big YouTuber awesome guy lived within 20 minutes of me 20-30 minutes of him was how I got the opportunity sometimes in life you just get blessed with the opportunity. If, if I, you know, this same home, this same opportunity, I lived in Texas, California, Vermont, New York, another state, it wouldn't have happened. But, you know, it was really cool for someone to film, you know, movie theater and game room. And I would just say this to all the naysayers, the haters, or people who are not sure about doing it, having a movie theater, I will just say, the memories, the cost of what it costs for the movie theater in our home, it's one thing. But I will say the entire ride and experience with the family, the kids, has been, you know, even with youth man, has been absolutely priceless. Absolutely priceless. You can't put a price tag on that. And memories, you know, great memories, those things, they last forever. So, Go ahead and build yourself. It's not a competition. I think as adults, it kind of, especially with men, you know, it's ego thing. Like I got to have something bigger and better than you, more expensive. At the end of the day, the kids don't care. They don't care. They didn't, They don't care what type of movie theater you got, like as far as screen. They don't care if you got a $20,000 projector, you got a $50,000 sound system. They don't care. Does a movie show good? Do I have my popcorn? Do I have my snacks? Am I enjoying myself? That's what they care about. Keep that in perspective. So shout out to Youth Man for doing that awesome video. If you haven't checked it out, check it out right here on YouTube. Just type in Youth Man. You'll get a chance to go ahead and see it. It is awesome. And just you'll see, it says Budget Home Theater. <laughs> but shout out to Youth Man right here on YouTube. Shout out to you guys here on the YouTube channel, supporting it. Shout out to, you know, Pro Run. Got to thank them too. They've been fantastic to deal with. You know, I did the review. Please check it out of the mini chainsaw. And you can check out the 48 volt lawnmower. And we got some other great things coming up too, but I'm not going to spoil the surprise on that. I'm going to keep you guys in tune for that. A lot of great things happening on the Allen Alfred Sports Talk show. A lot of great things. I don't want to spoil the surprise. You've got to just keep plugged in. Keep following us here on YouTube at Allen Alfred. And definitely follow us on the Facebook channel, Allen Alfred Sports Talk show. Instagram is Allen Alfred underscore. Allen Alfred, that is underscore. Twitter, Allen Alfred. And stay connected. 
definitely do that because there's a lot of great things happening on the Allen Alfred Sports Hook Show. You don't want to miss the ride. Once I know what's going to happen for, that's why this, the beginning of the year gets real busy. Like January starts, the things start to heat up. Then February just kind of like really takes off because a lot of things happen in February. I don't want to spoil any surprises, but there's a lot of great content coming up. You definitely want to be connected to the Allen Alfred Sports Hook Show. I appreciate you guys supporting the show and definitely appreciate my guy, Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce. So delicious and addicting, you may need support group. Make sure you check out Chef G's right here in Tampa, 301 South 22nd Street, Tampa, Florida. And if you can't come down to Tampa, it's all right. It's quite all right. You can check out Chef G's. Four great flavors, plus he has, you know, he has the Florida sand, and he has brick. You know, that's the rub. Great stuff there. Check it all out at flbbqsauce.com, flbbqsauce.com. Check it out. Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce, so delicious and addicting. You may need a support group. So I'm going to play the Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce song right here on the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show. Again, sang by Sam Scola. Comes in for variety, Chef G's Florida barbecue sauce. A natural flavor, Chef G's Florida barbecue sauce. Florida gold honey mustard on burgers and ribs. Tasty fusion on pork and sausage, a classic taste for chicken steak tips, a hot heat wave on meatballs and ham. It's a cookout treat, Chef G's Florida barbecue sauce. Serve on fish and vegetables, Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce. 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 So delicious and addicting, you may need a support group. Definitely don't forget to check out that great Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce, flbbqsauce.com. Yeah, it's flbbqsauce.com. You cannot go wrong with such great sauce. Has it in fusion, honey mustard, heat wave, and classic. Any one of the four great flavors tastes delicious. I've tried them all. They're outstanding. You don't know what you're missing until you give it a try. So definitely check it out. Yeah, so definitely. And also, if you need a great songwriter, Sam Scola out of Maine, folks. Sam Scola out of Maine. Him and his beautiful wife, Mary, they definitely will appreciate it. If you give them that big contract, reach out to me here at Alan Alfred Sports Talk Show. I will connect you with Sam Scola. 
make things happen. Man has written over, you know, 1,600 songs and continues to keep writing. Definitely, it's a great opportunity for you to go ahead and sign somebody who's doing big things, Sam Scola. And speaking of that, we're going to end tonight's show on a Sam Scola song, the end of the show song by Sam Scola. Definitely be blessed, be well, take care of yourself, be kind. And remember what I told you, if you're going to do something nice to someone, do it out of kindness of your heart. Do not do it expecting something returned. Don't even expect a thank you. There you go. And that's some words to live by. This is the end of the show outro by Sam Scola. Take care. Be blessed. Be well, everyone. Until we meet again next Friday, take care for now. Looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.